0: Hi, you're listening to The Whole Podcast with Becky Alcantar and Nancy Gruzzi. Are you struggling with chronic pain, sickness, or ongoing medical issues? Does it seem like you get over one challenge just to be faced with another one? Maybe you're wondering, if my body has the ability to heal itself, why is my health problem not getting better? Are you frustrated, stressed, exhausted, overwhelmed? Well, our friend, Dr. Katie, is joining us to bring us some insight and help us as we talk about how do I help my body heal?
1: Hi, friends, and welcome to The Whole Podcast, a production of Journey to Wholeness. I'm your host, Nancy, here with the founder and author of Journey to Wholeness, Pastor Becky Alcantara. Hi, Becky. Hello. It's always fun to do these and have our coffee and good conversation. Absolutely. (laughs) today our guest is Dr. Katie. Hello, Dr. Katie. Hello. We're so excited to have you here with us today.
2: It's a pleasure to be on.
1: Dr. Katie is a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more about who you are.
2: So a little bit about me. I am a pediatric chiropractor. I've been seeing patients now for about three years, um, but really got me interested in pediatrics and pregnancy was when I was through my Uh, Through my schooling, I had someone say to me, you know, pediatrics and pregnancy is the purest form of chiropractic you can get. And I was intrigued. I said, tell me more um, and really dove head deep into pediatrics and um, taking care of pregnant, you know, pregnant individuals through their with chiropractic. Oh, that's really cool.
1: And that goes in perfectly with what Becky mentioned earlier is our topic for today which is how do I help my body heal? Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: absolutely. I feel like the body is tends to be the last thing that we check off when we're looking at healing uh, it within. And so often we can focus on our mental health and um, our emotional health and even our spiritual health. And what tends to fall at the bottom of the barrel is our physical health, our body itself. And yet our body um, really is absorbing all of the, I guess... Debris mm-hmm. of what you are experiencing in your thoughts, in your emotions, um, even in your spiritual life, and so for me, it tends to feel like my body takes the brunt of the punishment. Uh, anything that I'm trying to clear out or work out, I I, I kind of picture it as grabbing files on your on your laptop mm-hmm. and dragging it to that little uh, trash bin. Uh, I tend to treat my bad our body as a trash <laughs> bin. Sometimes yeah. I let it absorb more stress than it should. I push it harder than I should um I don't uh take care of it and let it rest mm-hmm. the way that I should and so I think it's really important that's why we have Dr. Kitty here today is that we really need to understand how that really flows how we say you know it's mind body and spirit and all of them rely on each other but I don't know that we focus on the body well enough um and then we wonder why you know I'm still having um these issues, they really are connected. And uh, to spend time to actually focus on our bodies itself, I feel like would be most productive. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, in journey and wholeness, we've talked for a while on focusing on our bodies a little better so that we can support our emotional and mental and spiritual health. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. it's So in chiropractic, we talk about how the body has this innate ability to heal itself. And when we say when we say innate, we mean that it's God. Um, now, not not religious, but I see innate as a God-given ability to heal ourselves. Yes. So we all have that ability within ourselves. It's what happens when there is something interfering with that innate ability to, hear, to heal itself. And that's what chiropractic is really is what we're focusing on is, okay, why? We're going to get to the root cause of why is your body not healing the way that it's supposed to because the body is designed to heal and repair itself so chiropractically i'm going to take a look at the function of the individual's nervous system uh you know the way that their brain talks to their body because your brain is what controls all of you from you know the way you breathe the way you mm-hmm. the way you move the way you think the way you process emotions every body system is controlled by your nervous system and in order for your Nervous system to communicate to your body properly, it has to be able to communicate, and so really, chiropractically is I'm opening the gates of communication and removing any blockages of communication or interference we may say um, to make sure that your body can do what it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. And what are some of the what what are some of the
1: things that interfere with that? Cuz like you said there's this innate ability for your body to do what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. And I think we're just like I mean if you look at even just Christianity being a Jesus person as a whole, we're the ones that kind of screw it up. Mm. <laughs> right? Mm. I mean there's probably a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> Becky's Right? There's a lot there too like uh, yeah. who's, consciously and unconsciously, but, yeah. right?
0: And that's where I think we can We were careful with that and that I don't want you to feel like, oh, no, I did something wrong. You weren't conscious of it. You didn't have the information to know Mm -hmm. that this had X, Y, Z impact. What we do is then take an inventory. So I love how Mm -hmm. when you go in to see Dr. Katie, she's basically taking an inventory of what are the connections here, what's not communicating in the way that it should. And that's very much what we do in Journey to Wholeness. What is blocking my thought pattern here that I didn't know that I should address, what is in my emotions. But now today we're talking about mm-hmm. what's happening in my body.
1: Mm-hmm. So what are some of those things that interfere with keeping your body from healing mm-hmm. the way that it's
2: meant to? Mm-hmm. Well, there are a couple of things, and I do want to make this note, is that I firmly believe that our body's always moving subconsciously towards healing. Mm-hmm. And that's why you may find yourself in certain places at certain times, is you might be, why am I walking through the dirt, the, the doors of journey to wholeness and you realize, oh, this is what my body and my spirit right now is telling me to Mm -hmm. do. And so if you feel that happening with you, embrace that process because that's that's your body's way of showing, hey, I love you and we need to get this done. Um, But there are several things that will impact the function of our nervous system. One being traumas, and I'm talking about physical traumas, not mental traumas, but Physical trauma, so, you know, accidents we have as children, um, maybe not so friendly pillow fights with siblings, <laughs> car accidents, sporting events, <laughs> yeah. um, poor posture, you know, repeated overuse injuries, even the birth process itself, which can be very traumatic for mom and baby. Mm-hmm. Um, studies have shown that there is actually a lot of neuro- nervous system interference that occurs during the birth process, whether if that's hands-on, hands-off, in a hospital, at home, midwife. Um, just that process itself, when you think about baby coming through, mm-hmm. that's a lot of pressure that the uterus is putting on baby to mm-hmm. to basically bring them into the world. Um, so that's why I personally like to look at infants a lot as well is, okay, let's clear this interference right away. Yeah. So we don't even have the traumas to begin with, and we can set up this nervous system for its best possible life from day one. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's traumas. And then we're going to talk about toxins. So toxins are chemicals that we may... Uh, put in our body or on our body. So what sort of foods are we eating? Are we eating clean and organic? Or now this time of year, sugar is out everywhere (laughs) Uh, and how that may affect our nervous system. Um, What sort of beauty products are we using, especially for women? Uh, How those may be soaking into our skin and also interfering the way that our nervous system transmits information because our nervous system is also not only electrical, but also chemical. Mm-hmm. And then the emotions, so the thoughts, what kind of thoughts am I thinking on a basis? And this is really where Journey to Wholeness is that that specialty, and I get nerdy. Um, <laughs> I love is, that. Is the thoughts of, you know, are you thinking happy, positive thoughts, or are you thinking sick, negative thoughts? Because mm-hmm. you can think yourself into poor health or you can think yourself into, into well health. So mm-hmm. what exactly is going on? And I have found that with individuals who may emotionally have things going on. It actually gets trapped within their body. So there's an interesting book called The Body Keeps the Score. Yes. And the body does absolutely trap all of our traumas, all of our past memories, um, and it will keep it there. And so individuals may wonder, oh my goodness, why are my shoulders so tight? And I'll look at them and I'll say, how stressed are you? And they're like, oh, stressed more than usual. I'm like, there it is. <laughs> that, that's what's going on, Um I think some of the biggest times is I've had individuals who would, would receive an adjustment and it just clears their nervous system to where they haven't some sort of emotional release, um, whether that's on the table or on their drive home.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's really just the nature of how our body's designed. So if you think about like a bruise and really what's happening there, and because you say trapped and people might... Think of like oh what do you mean there's things trapped in my body right and people go that's like that weird like holistic stuff that <laughs> right. people talk about yeah, yeah. <laughs> but really your body is designed to uh, capture and to encapsulate and to um, oh what what other synonym am I thinking of mm-hmm. um, really to encapsulate uh, put, put some constraints around that injury mm-hmm. so that it doesn't affect the rest of your functioning right mm-hmm. and so when we talk about our nervous system and the thoughts, if you think about your brain itself and how it is connected to every piece of your body Mm -hmm. through your nervous system. I mean, if you look at a diagram of the nervous system, it's amazing, really, Mm -hmm. just like how many nerve endings are just pulsing throughout your body and it's collecting information all of the time. Of course, if there is something, some um, trauma that happens, it's going to actually your body is going to race there and encapsulate it so it doesn't affect the rest of your functioning. Right. But what happens? When does it get released? When is it okay to to let that go, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you think about a wound, sometimes we have to drain that wound. We have to dress that wound. We have to do things to that wound. How do you address your nervous system then? Mm-hmm. You can do that through chiropractic, but sometimes it takes some talk therapy or um, Gosh, we could probably give you a whole list of <laughs> different things to address, you know, traumas and toxins and thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, like Dr. Katie said, we specialize in the thoughts and all the factors, but we also know that it doesn't matter how much we um, work on our thoughts if we haven't addressed how many toxins we allow. So we talk about mm-hmm. boundaries in mm-hmm. terms of our mental health, uh, but are you looking at what you're putting on your your skin, your greatest, mm-hmm. biggest organ, um, and how that's affecting your nervous system and so you can see how quickly this can snowball yeah. um, and then and traumas themselves like those are the ones that we tend to pause mm-hmm. um, and address but not always right mm-hmm. if it's a physical injury we'll pause and address that but too often we'll push past traumas um, that we experience in our emotions and our, our thoughts um, in our interactions each day we disregard the impact that they have on us and small, Many traumas, right? We go, well, that's not big enough for me to pause and to address. But when you think about how many of those we experience on a day to day basis, how many times you have to disregard or let go of the person who cut you off or the person who was rude to you, or, you know, we can just add on to that in a day. And we wonder then why we're having a hard time. Why is it now that I I can't like, I am exhausted or I need to pause or I feel like I'm going to break down and cry. Well, you've absorbed so many traumas Mm -hmm. that were so small, but you, didn't think they were significant enough to address and they probably weren't, but all together the sum of them have now overwhelmed your body Mm -hmm. and your body is letting you know and we often get upset with our body and impatient with our body when it tells us to pause and slow down. Now what's going on? Mm -hmm. Now what I have to address? Now what I have to go to the doctor about? Now what's this, what is this pain? Why do I have a migraine? Mm -hmm. You think of like all the things that we complain about in our body all the time and how we quickly disregard and make our body keep moving when it's asking us in love, like Dr. Decady said, wow. hey, there's this problem here. We should address this now become before it becomes a real issue. Right. Mm-hmm. How many small traumas, how many small thoughts, how many small toxins Mm -hmm. are adding up in your life right now that need to be addressed.
1: Yeah, and I feel like that's where a lot of these chronic conditions come in where it's like, oh, why why is it the diabetes and the hypothyroidism and the high blood pressure? It's because of all of these smaller traumas or Mm -hmm. choices Mm -hmm. that compound on each other and then it doesn't become something that you pay attention to until it's bad enough. Mm -hmm. right? And then that's probably when Dr. Katie gets a phone call yep. where it's like, okay, what's going on? And then, <laughs> wh- and then where do you begin? Mm-hmm. Because at some point you need to get to mm-hmm. the bottom of, um, the symptoms that are showing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Cause at some point it's the surface of the symptoms that you start to see even in, even in journey to wholeness with right. your emotions and how you're reacting to things, right. but then what's at the root of that, right. which the parallels are just they're so clear. Yes.
2: Very similar, <laughs> yeah. very similar. Yeah. And that was what really attracted to me to journey when I took it mm-hmm. in the first place was when we started talking about the nervous system. It's like, oh, this is this is what this is what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, there's another term in chiropractic. It's called salutogenesis, and that's a really big word. But what salutogenesis means is A sense of coherence. And that's what chiropractic helps with individuals is restore a sense of coherence. Mm. And what I mean when I say a sense of coherence is one's perceived ability to control things in their life. And yes. So, (laughs) you know, when we have the moms coming in and we've all seen this, they have four kids, two, one on each hip and then one on their leg and they're walking in and Someone's always screaming, one child mm-hmm. is um, maybe walking into, you know, walking into the glass door, something's right. going on <laughs> um, and this mom may feel at this, this point she may not have that control, but chiropractically so if we can help everyone restore their sense of coherence, this is where families can really come together and connect together as well, which is again why I choose to focus on pregnancy and pediatrics is because it's about family connections. I love that
0: you said that, that, that sense of control, the coherence. Mm-hmm. It's really helping individuals find where am I at today? Mm-hmm. That's it. It's like the, your GPS locator. Like, okay, it feels like there's so many overwhelming things in my life right now. But what's where's the GPS? Where am I at today? And once I know that, now I know what path to take. Mm-hmm. But I just need to be provided with, mm-hmm. one, the location. Like, let's stop and acknowledge where we are today. Mm-hmm. And then what, is, what are the next three steps that I need to take? I know um, a big term people like to use is what's the next right thing? right? So we can feel overwhelmed by like all the steps we might need to take, but what's the next right thing? Okay, I can do that. And then I can do the next thing. And then it really makes us feel like we uh, are in control again. And quite honestly, when you said you saw the parallels right away in Journey to Wholeness, it's because God is a God of order, right? (laughs) And so he has this uh, structure that is available to us because his word says that we have the mind of Christ. Like if you want access to this, all you have to do is ask Seek, knock. <laughs> um, Should
1: we break out into the song? I do want to sing, <laughs> it. Do
0: want to sing it. The <laughs> door will be open. <laughs> yes. Right? And so we do have access to this. I think today we have more access than ever because we have the neuroscience and understand some mm-hmm. of the things the scripture was talking about mm-hmm. that we didn't have the science to support yet. And yet we're in this remarkable time where we mm-hmm. do. And so when you can see how we are constructed and how we are made up that is available to us, now we have an understanding and now we can... Um, list out the tools that are available to us. And now we have sense of control and coherence in our life, mm-hmm. which was a thing that was lacking. And so I I just love, um, I just love every time uh, I read a bit of science and Dr. Katie and I kind of this little <laughs> dance yeah. uh, when like something <laughs> in science is like revealed or determined. And then you go, but this is where it was in scripture all along. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you can see how, God works, like we have like an understanding now to work within these faculties that are God-given. We were made to heal. We just didn't understand what that meant. Mm -hmm. We thought that it was this mystical, like Mm. unreachable, but no, there's an actual science to it. There's an order to it. God is science. Mm -hmm. God is order. Mm -hmm. And that we can actually tap into that and then provide that to other people, um, help you to understand that as well. So now you feel like you have... An understanding, but also that you can now pass this on as legacy mm-hmm. to your family and your children. Uh, we don't need to live in chronic illness. And it it was overwhelming, really, when we read the statistic that 65% of Americans presently have a chronic illness. Mm-hmm. I mean, 65% of people need Journey to Wholeness <laughs> in <laughs> yes. America, but they also need chiropractic, <laughs> And they also, they need to understand how their body was designed so that they can now Um, participate in the healing that is available to them. And when we start to do that and not look at things like if they're uh, mystical or, you know, odd, what do you mean Mm -hmm. things are trapped in my body? Well, it's scientific. Here's how your body was designed. And this is what we need to do to actually engage in the healing that is available to us. It is, it, it provides such a sense of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to understand that construct. And now I feel like we can do something about it. And there's just too many people who are living day to day who feel like they have no control in their life, that mm-hmm. they don't even know where to begin. And I think... Um, that I, I love that that's really the heart of anyone who wants to see you progress in your healing and your health is that my heart for you is that you would have the sense. of Like, I want to give you the tools. I don't mm-hmm. want you to come to me right. or look to me for healing because God is a healer, but I can help you understand some of the things that he has made available to us so that you can be well. Mm-hmm. And that's our heart is to see
1: you well. And to be able to take those next steps, knowing that you do have full access to healing and whether that's like, I just... I just imagine God saying like, you have all of these tools right. and if you're just, you're just sitting there waiting for me to heal, mm-hmm. but what are the steps that you can take right, to be able to move forward in the right direction, mind, body, and spirit? Right. So can you do journey to wholeness to work on your thought life? Mm-hmm. Can you do chiropractic to work on your body, you know, and, and just being able to use those tools and not that, not that you need to take control, mm-hmm. but you do have, some control on mm-hmm. whether or not you're taking those steps mm-hmm. to do that.
0: Yeah, I see that as God has his hand extended to us all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, Just like the song we just referenced, yeah. Ask, Seek, Knock, that it's available to us, but we also have the free will to turn away right. from it. Right. And so are so you willing? Are you ready? It's up to, to me heal. to reach out and take his hand mm-hmm. when he has it extended. And that's what some of these things, these practices are these tools that we're referencing help you to do.
2: And it's really also chiropractically is allowing you um, to ground yourself in your body and be present with yourself and body, which is very important with managing your thoughts and thinking where you are in time and space. Because if you start rabbit (laughs) holing, you're thinking way too far in the future and guilty of this. Um, (laughs) But when you're able to be in the present moment with yourself and in your body and realizing, okay, what am I actually feeling? Am I feeling this in my gut? Am I feeling this in my right leg? Am I feeling this in my left hand? And you can start realizing, okay, that maybe a lot of these symptoms that I'm also feeling are actually warnings or my body's way of telling me, hey, something's going on. You might want to check in with your thoughts.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I often uh, tell participants of Journey to Wholeness, when you feel that ache or pain or when you notice something that chronically comes up, uh ask what is it trying to say to you exactly mm-hmm. how you mentioned my if my body is trying to give me a flag then it is asking for my attention mm-hmm. and we can go, oh I don't know what are you talking about that. Yeah, but if you actually ask that, like for instance, if you struggle with anxiety and your chest is often constricted, mm-hmm. you can take a breath and say, what am I anxious about right now? And I will guarantee you it will be awkward the first time you do it, (laughs) but you have to then just quietly listen and your mind will tell you exactly what it is that you're anxious about. Why? Because your body is already giving you a sign. It's giving you an outward sign that there's something internally that needs to be addressed. And so, Too often we are such a busy world that we don't spend enough time paying attention to the messages and signals and flags that our body and our mind and our emotions are trying to tell us. If I'm feeling emotional today and I have tears uh, erupting at the most inopportune time, take note of that and then go home and ask yourself the question, why am I so emotional right now? I guarantee you your brain will erupt in a multitude of thoughts and stories and they may not seem to make sense, but that's your brain trying to make sense of and inviting you into the process of sorting things out so that you can get to the answer and you can find relief because that's the number one thing that your body is trying to bring you to is to relief and peace into well-being and uh, let it mm-hmm. <laughs> is the thing I would advise everyone take it from the person who has often shoved away those things like Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd <laughs> into the <laughs> hole. Um, it, it just stays there and, and it gets filled up. And at some point you're going to have to address it. And it will feel overwhelming if you've set those things aside time after time mm-hmm. after time. Mm-hmm. Instead, why don't we actually engage, take time each day to actually ask those questions and allow our brain and our body to answer them for us so that we mm-hmm. um, are doing it one day at a time Time and not all at once uh, after a long period of time.
1: Right. I love what you said about us being in just too busy of a world and just go, 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 where if we don't slow down enough to feel those things and emotionally and physically allow ourselves to take the time to do inventory and say, okay, what is my body trying to tell me in this moment? Um, like we said before, it's the symptom, but then what's at the root of it and like really sorting through what that is. Um, and I think one of, one of those things that we've talked about, Becky is just rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, can, I mean, for some of us, I don't know, Dr. Katie, I don't know you as well as I know Becky, but I know for a lot of us,
2: it's hard to rest. I will say, as you said, rest, I started cringing because I was like, Ooh, ooh
0: that, word. <laughs> that used to
2: that one. Yeah. Um, and That is the biggest thing is there's, um, there's certainly, 30, there's 33 principles in chiropractic. We're very philosophical based. Uh, but one of the principles is that, that there is no process that does not require time. So mm-hmm. actually it's in our training and our learning that this will require time mm-hmm. and this will require consistency. And so reminding individuals that your healing takes time and takes consistency. You didn't end up like this overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, we're going to have to essentially slow down to speed up we might have to move backwards a little bit in the healing process to go forward because healing itself, it's never linear. As much as we may want to make it linear, it's not, you're going to go up, you're going to go down, you're going to have ebbs and flows. Mm -hmm. And it's very much, I attribute to uh, healing as like peeling off the layers of an onion. And as you get layers of the onion off, you get to the core and that's usually where it's the stinkiest part. Um, (laughs) And that's that's Mm -hmm. a lot how journey works as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I love that you said that. I think we... I think we see time as, or time, we do see time. We we see rest as unproductive, Mm -hmm. as taking too much time away from our productivity. Mm -hmm. And yet rest is one of the most productive Mm -hmm. things that you can engage in. Mm -hmm. It allows so much and I'll let Katie explain this, actually. There's so much that our body accomplishes in rest. There's Mm -hmm. so much of the toxins, thoughts, and traumas that we experience that our process um, in our sleep, in journey, we say most of what we uncover subconsciously is going to be taken care of while you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, you're going to wake up refreshed, renewed with more creative thoughts and ability to problem solve. Mm -hmm. And the same is true in our bodies.
2: Mm -hmm. I would say, because there are, Our autonomic nervous system is our nervous system that allows us to act on autopilot. And there are two modes in our autonomic nervous system. There's the sympathetic, that is your fight-flight mode. Um, This is where it's going to tell you that there's a cougar in the room and you need to either run from that cougar, fight the cougar, and then there's parasympathetic. And parasympathetic is your rest and digest mode. However, it can also be your freeze and your disassociate mode if you're there for too long. And our nervous system's Role is to balance between those two systems because sometimes we do need to go into sympathetic to motivate us and to reach goals and maybe get a term paper done. <laughs> um, and other times we do need the parasympathetic system to register, okay, this is heal and reg- and digest mode. And in the parasympathetic mode, this is where activities um, for reproduction can happen. So, you know, uter- um, uterus function, reproductive function, digestive function happens all during during these modes. But if you're constantly stuck in sympathetic, your body can't register that it's safe to eat here or it's safe to go to the bathroom or it's safe to have a baby. Mm -hmm. And those are all things that we're considering in chiropractic is I'm going to take a look at an individual's nervous system. And I can tell also with infants too, whether if that person, are they stuck in sympathetic mode or are they stuck in parasympathetic mode?
1: What was the other um, couple words that you used in the parasympathetic? Was it
2: disease and freeze? Oh, um, so or disassociate. What? Oh, disassociate. Yeah, disassociate and, um, and freeze. So, disassociation is uh, the, as I describe it, is the sensation of like you're coming out of your body. Um, so, during moments okay. of high period stress or even during, um, if you're having a traumatic event where you're mm-hmm. trapped and you're pinned down and you can't get out, you, your brain, in order to protect yourself, it's going to literally suck yourself out of your body, almost mm-hmm. like if you're in a UFO. It's the, um, another analogy I'll use is if you're talking to someone and you're talking to them and you're like, lights are on, but no one's home, mm-hmm. that's the disassociation. It's almost a zombie-like mode. Um, if you're ever arguing with your spouse, you may see them go into this disassociated mode and it's a, it's a protective mechanism due to trauma.
1: Okay. Wow. That's fascinating. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm usually like nerdy about that kind of stuff, but it is so interesting, especially tying it together with journey to wholeness mm-hmm. and just that whole thought process, because as you begin to like recognize some of these things, you can, you can, I personally can think of moments where I am in the middle of something. I'm like, Oh yeah, I definitely disassociated in that moment or Absolutely. Um, just to mm-hmm. kind of really evaluate.
0: Just to give you some examples, because I think Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, how do I apply this to like what's going on in the day to day? And once you understand how these things work, suddenly it takes the edge off of our interactions. Mm -hmm. So think about uh, a husband and wife and a wife is talking about something and it's really urgent. And and you see that um, your husband, you ask him, okay, so do you got all the details of that? And he's like, No. And you're like, why don't you care about these things? But really what might have happened is that he was like really um, escalated and his brain literally shut down because this is a moment of like, this is an intense moment. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not absorbing it because now this became a traumatic moment for me Mm -hmm. and my brain recognized that and it immediately went into the mode that it needed to so that he could, withstand what he was actually hearing and facing. And and now you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Okay. Was that abrupt? Did I shock you or bump you into mm-hmm. a mode that your your brain actually registered? And I think that you don't care about this, but really because of the way I approached you or the way that I started, or I didn't give you a chance to actually engage and enter into this discussion, now I bumped you into a range where your brain actually responded for you Mm -hmm. and so let me give you a second let you calm down and does your husband have the ability to absorb all of the details that you're trying to communicate absolutely Mm -hmm. but not when we um bring people into that state because we surprise them Mm -hmm. and so it's something very simple like that now you're like oh maybe my husband does love me and he Mm -hmm. cares about me and the kids right (laughs) maybe it's the way that I approached it and let's talk about how we can do that differently so that he can respond fully and in a way that he can engage and be helpful and that makes him feel good too because none of us feel great when we freeze and we're like oh Have you ever played that game? Mm -hmm. I should have done this. And then you replay a conversation, but I just got caught off guard. And so immediately my brain responded for me because it was like, are you in danger? Let's protect you. (laughs) Instead of, wait, give me a second because I am fully capable of having a conversation on this topic. It's Mm -hmm. just a matter of my brain engaged and did some of this for me. Mm -hmm. I can teach my brain that these are not moments for me to be escalated or to feel like I'm in uh, danger, but um, this is how now I get to uh, plan for these interactions so that I can be my best self. Mm -hmm. So I think we could come up with like 15 different examples of, oh, maybe they actually care about what's going on (laughs) Mm -hmm. here. And uh, it's not that they don't. We have to understand all of us have different stories and experiences. Mm -hmm. What are we triggering in each other? When we understand how that works, now we can have some more consideration and patience and love and kindness for Mm -hmm. one another um, to allow that person to recover from what they just experienced because their brain connected it to a past um, experience that they had. And now they're not even present. They've dissociated Mm -hmm. because their brain is trying to process are we in danger again? Or is this happening again? I hear that quite Mm -hmm. often. I felt like it was happening again. Okay. What's, what was happening? Let's talk about that story and let's correct that narrative for you so that you can engage and be your best self
1: in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that most of what we were referring to in that last section was about rest Mm -hmm. and how important that is. And you were explaining the, sympathetic and parasympathetic Mm -hmm. and those are both happening while you rest is that or is
2: that what you're saying no so um um, the autonomic nervous system again is like just the autopilot basic mode but it will go into these two particular modes now the sympathetic that's not your rest that's your stress zone sure um this is where your body's going to produce high amounts of cortisol it's either going to as i said like it's going to pump lot of blood to your big muscle groups because it's mm-hmm. either you're going to have to have muscle or have your quad muscles work. So you need blood to go to those so you can run, or you're going to need blood going to your arm muscles so you can can fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where like you can feel this mode if you're I'll use a student for example. You're in you're in school mode, and all of a sudden they're like pop quiz. You, your heart rate goes up, and your eyes get really wide, and you're like, oh man, I did not study. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's that sympathetic, and then your parasympathetic. That is your rest and digest. That's your body's ability okay. to say, okay, now blood is going to be shunted to major organs for digestion or reproduction, so I can process food the way that it needs to. Um, but also for repair. Oh, but also for so repair. So that's where the healing mm-hmm. comes mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. In, the,
1: in the rest. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So just understanding those two modes, now I can ask mm-hmm. myself, like, mm, how do I then enter into a parasympathetic mode mm-hmm. um, intentionally? How mm-hmm. do I get myself, my brain, my body to switch over to that gear? Because um, I've experienced some things in the last I don't know, two years now. <laughs> and I recognize that I need to pause and uh, reset or redirect myself because mm-hmm. maybe <laughs> the problem with stress is that it does produce adrenaline cortisol and adrenaline and cortisol are great fuel for accomplishing things, and, and, getting being productive, things yes. <laughs> and being productive. So we can have a bias toward that. And yet there's damage that happens mm-hmm. when we allow that to go off. Like I like to say, like a cortisol volcano mm-hmm. in your body. Mm-hmm. And so how then after that time period, because over a prolonged period of time, your body is just set in them. It gets stuck in that
2: gear. Right.
1: And you wake up that way. Like you can can you yeah. wake up mm-hmm. that oh, way? absolutely you wake imagine. up and the
2: first thing you have is racing thoughts or you wake up and the first mm-hmm. thing you grab for is your cell phone because yeah. your cell phone's going to stimulate your sympathetic mode yeah. you are definitely in a sympathetic state and you start relying on those hormones to get you through your day um because it it can be addictive and you're like oh man I'm getting things done mm-hmm. but eventually mm-hmm. those are short-term fixes for what you, where you need long-term solutions mm-hmm. right And that's your parasympathetic Mm. state. Like Mm.
0: we need to sustain life for a long period of time, not just for the sprints. Mm -hmm. We want to live in the marathon. And how beautiful is that, that, um, those two work together really when we are aware of how they work and we engage in each of them. So that it's like this dance where there's this movement Mm -hmm. between this ebb and flow. Um, I've read, um, I think it was in the body keeps the score where Mm -hmm. he compares that to breath itself. Yes. That when we take in breath, that that activates. And when, We breathe out that actually calms and slows down and how beautiful it is that in our very breath itself, it's, there's an example of how our creator created us so that we had both available to us, um, to live this life fully Mm -hmm. and health,
1: healthfully, healthfully. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think you, you made a really good point about some practical things, like even just reaching for your cell phone and what true health or true rest and not, I actually did this the other day. I think I told you Becky the other night I wasn't sleeping well and I woke up at one thirty and I checked my email. Why? <laughs> like, why would I do that? That's just it silly. It was an automatic. Huh? It was automatic. Mm-hmm. I just checked my email, but then I got caught up in a task that I needed to finish and then I feel like, Oh, now I can rest. Cause I got a couple things done. Like that's <laughs> so backwards.
2: Yes. But even just
1: having good sleep Um, And making those choices to have your phone in a different room or some other like big lifestyle things that you can practically implement Mm -hmm. to slow down and to really put focus on Mm -hmm. your health and rest and healing. One uh, line that really
0: helps me because I tend to run hard and rely on my sympathetic state Mm to (laughs) get things done is that um, often we rest from our work. But how about we work from our rest? Mm-hmm. And that's a different way of approaching it. Um, often we think we have to earn
1: uh, our a day off,
0: yeah. uh, our permission to rest. <laughs> right. mm-hmm. And really, we should be um, working from our rest, that mm. you are more creative and more efficient and more productive when you're well rested.
2: And socially engaged, too, because your parasympathetic is also responsible for creating relationships and being engaged in relationships. Um, Mm. mm -hmm. And you talk about your, your vagus nerve is a, it's a long cranial nerve in your body. So this, we're going to get nerdy, Uh, but your, your vagus nerve has been designed to actually form connections and to have social interactions with individuals. Now your vagus nerve carries sympathetic information, but it also carries a lot of parasympathetic information. And this is why breath work is so important because it actually stimulates your vagus nerve and what you need for connection. Uh, Singing also connects um, or stimulates your vagus nerve. And that's why sometimes when you're worshiping in church, yes, yes, it's very (laughs) healing is because you're actually activating that healing state in your body. Um, So that's why sometimes worship you may start crying because you are actually activating that mode of your body. So cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that could be a whole different podcast. Let's <laughs> oh, talk about sure. all oh, of yeah. that. <laughs> we have been talking about a little oh, more goodness. lately, just
0: uh some of the things that we have done in a church environment for mm-hmm. centuries that we didn't know the science of Really, why that was so fulfilling and so healing. Wow. And it's the things that we engage in in mm-hmm. the service itself that actually activate portions of our body that aren't activated any other way. That's so cool. Yes, it's it's
2: <laughs> we could go on and know. like you yeah. said, a whole other <laughs> podcast. Um yeah. so here's the thing, it's again like the science is actually built in. We've seen this and we see this across time and across cultures of Practices such as meditating, humming, singing, breath work, yoga—the list can go on and on—where they're actually saying, "Yes, you can go into your body and to heal into this, and um, and accept that as part of the process." So it's actually built in. But now we have the neuroscience behind it to actually Mm -hmm. prove the practicality of why it works. So if someone says, "I can't, I can't sit down and meditate," well. It might be beneficial for you uh, if you look at your nervous system, the way it actually can mm-hmm. help regulate your heart rate, help manage things such as diabetes, high blood, high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, The list goes on and on. I've also heard it called the soul nerve, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's Mm -hmm. that
0: um, kind of elusive intuition that we talk about and where does that come from that plays into it as well. Mm -hmm. And so you can see like, it's not mystical. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, like a a big leap. (laughs) There's actually science behind that to support all of the scripture that we also have been living in and working in and worshiping in and growing in. Mm
1: -hmm. So your body has the power to heal itself and make itself strong and resilient mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if
2: you allow it to and remove the things that are interfering with mm-hmm. the innate ability that it has. Exactly. In chiropractic, will call that we the educated mind. So we let the educated mind or is that certain parts of our conscious brain sometimes get in the way of the actual own healing process um, because healing, it should happen from above down inside out. So mm-hmm. You know, the innate ability I, I personally equate it to as as God's ability. Um, not all chiropractors are like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going <laughs> to make that out there. Um, I personally believe that it does come from God and it flows, you know, above down into us and it has to flow from the inside out. And that's how healing that's how healing really starts. Love it. I loved uh,
0: that uh, Dr. Katie walked into a Journey to Wholeness group one day (laughs) (laughs) and we've uh, enjoyed uh, talking about and sharing and understanding further just how the two interplay um, scripture and science because journey is scripture and science, Mm -hmm. neuroscience. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, there's so much more that we uh, learn um, and really glean from one another as um, we walk through and journey participants and help them to understand these things better as well. Mm -hmm. All right. So what are some of the things that you can do? Like you've heard all of this and you're like, all right, what do I need to do in my body? How can I help? How can I start to hear my body better? How can I start to engage in that better? Um, What are some practical steps that'll help me uh, to have better health in my body? Mm -hmm. And um, I think one is, um, you have to look at: Are you suffering from any chronic illnesses? Is there something you were not made? Your your lot in life is not to remain in an illness. You were made to heal. And so, if you have been addressing that in your body with the physician, or are there other uh, ways that you can engage that? Have you looked at what your thought patterns are? Have you been to a journey wholeness, or have you been into counseling? Have you addressed that? are you looking at what it is that you're taking in, what it is you're eating, what it is you're putting on your skin, what it is um, that's in your environment that maybe needs to be considered. So it's taking an inventory, just like in Journey homeless. we're just going to look at what we have first mm-hmm. and see, you know, what our lot is right now and then now we can do the next right thing Was the first thing that I feel like I can engage in that will be um, something that gives me the most relief so that might be you know what I need to start taking some walks because I need to clear my head I need to start moving again mm-hmm. but maybe that's making an appointment somewhere and actually addressing something else that is more urgent for you right now mm-hmm. um, sleep <laughs> <laughs> we just had a time change yeah. and so I hope yeah. your sleep is better but it's probably disrupted um, in the First week. Uh, but this is a time like winter is a great time for nestling in and getting cozy <laughs> hibernating. and hibernating a bit. And I know we're about to enter into all of the holidays. You're hearing this right before Thanksgiving. And so you're like, what do you mean, rest? I have a turkey dinner to put together. And yet, do you have space? Have you put into your calendar? And I always recommend this before you start filling it with all of the events and the things that you're going to go attend, mark off. Chunks of time for rest itself. What is rest for you? Uh, at Life Church, we like to say, what stirs your affection for Jesus? What feels like rest that when you do it, you're like, that was so, so good? Mm-hmm. That's different for everyone. Schedule those like it's your job right now because it's easy to get sucked into and activate your parasympathetic and just live in that until New Year's Day. <laughs> yeah, And then sure. we're just done and regretting a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Let's not set ourselves up for failure and regret. Let's actually plan for some things that are actually going to help us to heal um, and, and are kind to our body. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked a little bit about exercise already. What mm-hmm. exercise do you need?
1: You may not need to crossfit yourself. <laughs> um, you may need to, and, and
2: actually, may that be detrimental depending on where you're at, depending on where you're at, because sometimes, and more for women, they need to be mindful of where they are in their cycles. If you know, if you're into cycle syncing, um, because certain forms of exercise will put us into a sympathetic mode, mm-hmm. which is what it's designed and supposed to do, because we have to be active to, you know, run away or or interact with any danger, Um, you know, but finding really, I would say with movement, find activities that work best with you and you can feel connected with your body. Um, That may be a walk, that may be dance, you know, dance Mm -hmm. is highly beneficial that way. Um, You know, just finding, I would say, if you haven't been active, find an activity that works with you and start small because you're making lifestyle habits and it has to be small things at a time. That's the same with journey. It has to be small things at a time to have mm-hmm. the biggest impacts mm-hmm. in order for these things to stick and to work. So small, consistent habits will set you up better for success than, I'm, than just jumping all in. Um, So find a movement or activity that works best with you, your lifestyle and your family. Because sometimes if you're like, I need to act I need to exercise I need to be active but the actual thing of doing that is like meaning you have to go to a gym and you're more stressed because it right. maybe that might not be the best form for you so finding something that works best with your lifestyle mm-hmm.
0: it's a uh, funny one of the guys on Sunday was in our uh, green room stretching mm-hmm. and he's like gotta do the stretches and I'm like first of all when you start saying I got to do my stretches that's eventually into a whole other <laughs> realm but that's sometimes that's all you need to do Mm -hmm. sometimes it's the kindest thing you can Mm -hmm. do and actually it is very beneficial for you to actually do that and so if you can't get to the gym if you can't go for a 20-minute walk because you have littles and can you do some movements with them like Mm -hmm. like Katie was talking about can you dance with them can you laugh right laughter is Mm -hmm. wonderful Mm -hmm. for just clearing out the nervous system Um, but can you stretch can I lay on the floor and just have cuddle time like Mm -hmm. even that having um, close touch, um, can be very healing for you. So don't discount or disregard the small things, Mm -hmm. um, because they can have big impacts.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's so good. And then I think like what you had said about just taking inventory of those toxins, traumas, and thoughts, like Mm -hmm. Dr. Katie said earlier, and just kind of sorting through what in each category you can address. Mm-hmm. So maybe yeah. it's one thing in toxins with your makeup or food mm-hmm. and one thing with thoughts with journey to wholeness or journaling or mm-hmm. quiet time in the morning or whatever that might look like. And then with traumas, maybe that's even just reflecting on right past traumas. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Past traumas or what did I experience today? Mm-hmm. Was it more than five things that kind of bumped mm-hmm. me in the wrong direction? I might need to do some course correction because that mm-hmm. did affect me, even if I brushed it off in the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. Mm -hmm. Well, it was super great having you, Dr. Katie. Thank you. I loved everything that you shared. And I feel like we could do like five more podcasts (laughs) about the science behind Journey to Wholeness and especially the connection between the science and the scripture,
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which
1: is really fascinating. We definitely
2: will. Yes, yes. So thanks for being here. Yes, you're welcome. Thanks Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Becky, as well (laughs) for for always being here with us. So um, I hope that you enjoyed and we'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode in our How Do I series. Do you have a question that you'd like us to address on the podcast? Email us at becky at j2wholeness.org. Comment and like this podcast and make sure to follow us on Instagram at j2wholenessGB. Thanks for joining us on the whole podcast, a production of Journey to Wholeness, a program designed to help you feel equipped to face life's challenges. To learn more, visit our website at j2wholeness.org, the letter J, number two, wholeness.org. For more information about online courses, in-person groups, intensives, and retreats.